How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. It's Metal Shop Backstage Pass, kind of doing a check-in in on, on some of uh, some people that we've spoken to over the last couple of years. I wanted to check in with Mike Score from All Out War. Uh, one of my favorite interviews from last year was talking with this dude. Awesome band. Your record was on our top 30 year-end list of, of uh, best albums. First off, Mike, you're, you're over on the East Coast. Um, how are you doing, man? How, how's everything going in, in yours? I know you're a teacher. You're probably home. Uh, obviously, you know, no one can go to class. First off, how are you doing, man? I'm doing well, man. I'm just uh, really bored, you know. Everything's <laughs> everything's locked down. Everything's shut down. There's not there's nothing open. You know, I'm sure it's the same thing out your way. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, you know, if we want to get some food, we can we can go and and pick it up or get it delivered. Um, but you know, I mean, everything's kind of shut down. And and uh, you know, schools uh, over here, at least in Washington State, uh, the schools have been deemed they're uh, they're going to be postponing for the rest of the year. So uh, it's just going to be uh, for the entire rest of the year. How about you guys? I know you're a teacher. Um, are you expecting to go back in like end of May, or has there been a, an edict on that yet? Well, what they've been doing is they've just keep pushing it back. So originally we were supposed to go back March 30th, and then we were supposed to go back April 14th, Mm -hmm. and now we're supposed to go back April 30th, and I don't think we're going back at all. Yeah, that's that's got to be a, a, kind of a trip for people that like class of 2020, you know, like this is the end and like what how how is that even working? Do you have to uh do you have like any conference calls like with the the uh, like administration or anything? Do they, you know, how how have you been doing um like you know, do you have to teach anyone or are they all doing it uh via their parents or or via online? Well, everything everything's constantly changing, so we started out, we were just sort of sending some work home because when, when this first started, so we, we start, we stopped going March 12th. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody sort of expected because we've had things happen like, you know, when, uh, we had MRSA through the building, so they kind of shut down for a couple of days, and yeah. they, they did the deep clean of the building. And then we've had other other things, like get the flu really bad, so the school shut down for a week. Yeah. And I think everybody sort of was expecting something similar. So at first, they were, you know, the powers that be were just like, just just give them enough work to do for a couple of days. And then we got notice, well. Just hang tight for a few more days. And then we got notice that said, well, you have to give them work online. So we started doing 
that. And then everything changed to you got to set up an online course very similar to, you know, a college online course. Yeah. And that's what we've that's what we've been doing for the past two or three weeks. And I mean, are you kind of just I mean, is this the first time you've had to do something like that? How how are you like finding navigating that like just kind of, you know, on the on the spot? How's that been going? I'm learning it all on the fly. Every every day I add a little God bit damn. more. Every day I figure it out a little bit more. You know, but basically what we do is, you know, you get up just like a regular school day mm-hmm. and you start setting stuff up and then you just answer kids' questions all day and do meetings all day and video conferencing with the kids all day and and then just like just like when school was in session at two twenty five, you shut down and you pick it up the next day. Damn, dude. Well, it sounds like you're making it work. I mean, it can probably be kind of frustrating, but I mean, it sounds like you guys are kind of trying to navigate a new way, and and this is a, a new uh, normal, at least for the time being. Uh, how are you staying sane and, and staying safe, like indoors and stuff? How are you staying sane on your own time? What have, what have you uh, been doing to keep yourself, uh, you know, from not going crazy? It's hey, it's, it's been rough as far as not going crazy. I've been <laughs> I've been. Li- Listen to a lot of music, you yeah. know, doing a lot of stuff with my kids. Uh, I just got done watching Boardwalk Empire again. Nice. You know, that was yep. an old-time favorite. I'll probably watch The Sopranos next. Yep. And, uh, you know, I watched Over the Edge the other day, you know, old Matt Dillon movie. Mm-hmm. So I've been revisiting a lot of movies. I watched Heathers. Okay. That's a good one. Classic. I watched uh, The Old Repo Man with Emilio Estevez. Yep. I mean, it's it's crazy, man, because it's just thrown a wrench in in normal life, you know. Yeah. Even even waking up for work is is different because it's not like you have to get ready for work. You mm-hmm. just walk over to your computer. So I'm up all night. Yeah. Uh, keeping having uh, what I've said is like, even though you know I'm I'm you know laid off or you know temporarily laid off from one day job and. I'm doing a lot of podcasting for the radio gig and, and stuff. It's uh it's not done wonders for my work life balance. I'm basically just to avoid, you know, going crazy, I'm just funneling all my energy into just podcasting or just doing inter inter interviews and stuff just to keep myself from going nuts. I mean I mean it's crazy. You go out like I go drive around and there's so many people that are just out and about. It's shocking, you know, and people got to realize the more the more they're out and about, the more we're going to be stuck in this mess. Yeah, it's longer it's going to take. If everyone were to just all take the, uh, you know, the command and just stay inside for a little bit, you know, we'll get through it faster. We all kind of just do it, just F and do it. Then we'll get through it, and and we can get back to quote unquote normal life. Who knows what normal life will be? Uh, and and that that kind of segues into my next question: um, What kind of ways do you think, uh, as a society, as a, as a community, or you know, uh, how do you think this is going to change? Uh, you know, obviously, there's no like. You know, there's no timeline as to like when this will you know get better, et cetera, et cetera. But you know, let's say. Boom, boom. We we're all just everything's better, right? We're on the other side of things. How do you think that uh, you know society will change, uh, whether it be for positive or you know negative? Or I mean, it, it's it's hard to tell. Like here's here's some irony. You know, right at the end of November, we did we did a short run with Integrity, mm-hmm. and then 
we ended up, we played a last show with Ramallah. Are you familiar with Ramallah? Oh, yeah. From Blood for Blood awesome Band. band. Yep. So, strangely enough, Rob and I were, were having a conversation about, you know, the Black Plague. You know, mm. long before any of this stuff happened, we were talking about how, you know, the Black Plague, all the things that had changed in Western Europe, but more culturally, economically, and politically. And it's, you you got to wonder, like, how are things going to change, you know, when this is all over? Is this going to be a huge shift? Or is this going to be, is this just going to be a major or or just a little minor blip? You know, I mean, it's hard to say. It's hard. It's hard to tell because we don't even know where this is going. Yeah. You know, here we are. You know, this all started for me really March 12th. So here we are. What's the? I don't even know the date. Uh, April sixth, April seventh. It's April seventh. Yeah, right, it's a Tuesday. Okay, there you go. I'm, I'm in the ballpark. <laughs> so, so, so I've been, you know, living this new normal since for a month, mm-hmm. and there's no clear end in sight because you know my life keeps getting pushed back, you know, and back mm-hmm. and back. So. You know, it's it's hard to tell because I think the more things are going to change, it depends on how long this lasts. Yep. I mean, you, you hear some reports and they're saying that this could last, you know, all the way into August. So who knows? Yeah. It's uh, it's odd because uh, you are you're a history teacher, right? Yeah. So it's kind of a trip that this is probably going to be something that's written in history books and texts, you know, in, in decades to come. Uh, well, that, and, you know, that's something that I constantly think about, like, you know, how will history look at this a hundred, 200 years from now, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it is, it is just, it's a crazy time to live through it. It's also fascinating. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and not fascinating in a good way. Fascinating and it's just mind blowing. That's true. Um, yeah, I mean, there's when. Uh, okay, so so let's uh, kind of uh, you know kind of deviate away from that, but still stay on the topic. And 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 if you are over like super overwhelmed and you just like want to get away from the anxiety or whatever of like bad news, bad news, bad news. And it's just this feedback cycle of all of that. And you just need to kind of get out. Are there any go-to albums that are kind of like therapy to you? And if so, what are those? Go-to albums. What have I been, I've been listening to Exodus bonded by blood a lot, you know, lately I've been listening to a lot of destruction stuff. I've been revisiting a lot of like the, the German thrash metal, because that's always been something that I've totally been into. So destruction, infernal overkill is Mm -hmm. is a go-to album of mine. Uh, creator pleasure to kill is a go-to album. Yeah. You know, so I've been revisiting a lot of that stuff. Well, we have, uh, you know, enough time to, if you want to deep dive like German thrash, like, hey, this week I'm going to listen to all German thrash. You got the time. <laughs> I, I got the time. Exactly, man. Um, is there, uh, any specific, so something I like to do is I've been watching a lot of like, uh, music documentaries. I just watched that, uh, New York hardcore documentary called The New Breed that No Echo, uh, put up for free. Um, are there any music documentaries that you would suggest, uh, any listeners, um, might want to check out? I just watched the death documentary, which was fantastic. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, that one's awesome. 
So I, I watched that. I watched Ratskate's uh, documentary on Overkill. Oh, cool. That was a great one. Um, let's see. What other ones? Uh, I've been trying to find, like, uh, Cliff them All somewhere, but I can't find it anywhere. Okay. Might have to dig that up on, like, VHS or something, right? <laughs> and, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, right. And then I, I you know, I watched... Uh, oh. Until the light takes us, I watched that one. I've, I've been watching a lot of them, actually. Nice, dude. Um, I mean, a lot of the stuff. Luckily for me, a lot of the stuff is on Amazon Prime. So I, I've been, I've been definitely catching up on my metal documentaries in the last couple of days. So weeks, I should say. Do you have like, um, have you had any like Zoom meetings with your band to just like uh, catch up or like you know have like happy hour? <laughs> like, hey guys, we usually see each other around this time. Not happy hour, but we've been we've been writing music. So we've written, you know, we've written. We started writing songs in January, so we were okay. on a good pace. Yeah, and then um, we've written since this all started. We've written two, and then the the bones of another one. Nice. So we've been we've been staying pretty active musically as much as we can. I mean, we do it mostly through, you know through uh google meets and stuff like that okay hey i mean you're you're already like learning this process for like having to uh, like your day job as a teacher you might as well use it for you know your your band thing so that's cool right um okay so specifically you know you guys have a kind of a lot of like post-apocalyptic seeming uh like band themes and stuff for for all out war like uh fire and brimstone and 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 some some gnarly stuff what is if you were to pick the perfect post-apocalyptic? You know, the world's coming down. This is the all-out war song at the end credits of the world. What would it be? Let's see, of the old songs, all all all-out war. Anything you want, your entire discography. Condemned to suffer, probably the song okay. "Condemned to Suffer." Yeah, dude, that's that's a good jam, and uh, I'll have to uh, look up the lyrics to that one and see exactly. I'm sure it's not uh, such a positive, you know, end to the world, but <laughs> condemned to suffer. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have very many positive lyrics. Not exactly, yeah, not exactly the like posy core band, but uh, <laughs> no. What a uh, uh, another question I, I'm kind of curious of is, uh, you know, of all genres of of all time, what are four albums that you think have uh, personally impacted you in a positive way all genres yep i would i would go back to the first album that really had an influence on me and, and nobody believes the believes me when i tell them this but it's bob dylan desire okay i mean that that record kind of you know set me on the path when i was really young i mean the lyrics are great the music's great so i would say that that would be one Nice. And then I would say, this is not a full length, but the best thing that Slayer did in my mind was Haunting the Chapels. Okay. So, so that record. And then, uh, let's see, all genres. I would say The Cure, Disintegrator. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. I got four, you said? Yep. One more. And then Chromag Deja Quarrel. 
Throw it all in a blender, man. Get some weird, weird, but but evil music out of that. I mean, I could name like so many more. Those just popped into my head because I was trying to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. That's that's good choices. And uh, you know, uh, what's uh, <clears throat> what's something that you're looking forward to uh, once? What's one thing that you're really looking forward to once uh, you know life gets back to uh, some semblance of uh, quote unquote normalcy? Well, I'm looking forward to playing some shows again. It's we were all set to do a, a short run with Ringworm and Genocide Pack, so I was, oh. I was disappointed that that got that got that canceled. And then we still have Europe that's supposed to start at the end of June, but I don't know if that's going to actually happen. Yeah, and there were a lot of great shows on that run. I'm just looking forward to playing again. I mean, just getting together with the guys and, and jamming. I mean, that's a big part of my life. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I'm missing that a couple times a week and, um, you know, just going to shows again. I mean, mm-hmm. so many great shows got canceled, you know, yeah. that I missed. I mean, I, I was going to see possessed. I was looking forward to that. That was March 27th. That got canceled. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was going to go see Overkill and Demolition Hammer, and that guy canceled. Oh, that would be a ripper. I mean, so, you know, and I'm. this is the same thing for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's going through that. But what I look forward to is going to shows again and, and just music in general, just things getting rolling. Do you think that there's going to be, a, like, a collective, like, uh, PTSD once, the you know, these things calm down a little bit do you think that people will immediately run to shows or do you think that it's going to be a trickling like people are going to like kind of ease off and then it'll take a little while what what do you think i mean judging from what i see (laughs) judging from just driving around Mm -hmm. i think that people are going to flock to shows because people are going out now and they shouldn't be but people are going out now yeah so when they're allowed to go out, I think it's going to be a rush. I mean, you know, I could be wrong, and I'm not saying that that's the safest or smartest thing to do necessarily with this type of thing, but that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, people are going to – I mean, that first big fest or that first big real big packed metal show or hardcore show or something, like it's just going to go off, and people are just going to be like so ready to just like have that – Again, I think I think that you know I th- uh, one thing is I think that a lot of us are are gonna you know not take these for granted at least for a while, right? Which is kind of a good thing, I, which I, is a positive thing, right? I hope people you know appreciate you know that they have that ability to actually go out and mm-hmm. do something, you know, the freedom to to do these things because I I mean I know for one myself I, I'm I'm Pend up, man. I, I mm-hmm. can't wait to get out of the house. Yeah, just like get and hear some loud amps in your face. Can't wait. But Mike, uh, yeah, dude, uh, it was awesome catching up with you. Is there anything you want to say to the Northwest Metal Shop audience before I uh, let you go and and uh, you know tend to whatever you got going on tonight? Maybe watch a metal documentary or get ready for uh, class tomorrow. Just be safe out there. And, uh, 
keep social distancing and hope that this thing, you know, gets over with soon so we can all get back to some degree of normalcy, whatever that's going to look like. This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.